I'll come back. 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 Finish doing the thing. It is fucking having. What's the ad? What is the ad to do? Who is not giving us money? What is the ad today? Yeah, I I always do I I do YouTube Premium, so that way it's I I and I always try to encourage YouTube Premium because whenever people watch my videos using YouTube Premium, I get ad revenue. So <laughs> totally. I I feel that I do I do similar um, when I do YouTube's. I do similar when I do. Shut up! I don't feel good. Are we on? Because people are saying hi, nerds. Yeah, we're waiting for the ad to finish. I was waiting for someone to say that we're good. No, I, my, my ad is done, Blake. So all I can all do right. is uh, do the count, sweetheart. Sounds great. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. Ah! Enigmatic Kotaku. He turned himself into a pickle. Funniest thing I've ever seen. Flammenwerfer. Yes. Milk. Priest. Priest, I turned myself into a pickle. And I'm a dead fucking meme. This week, we have a reprisal of sorts, if you will. We interviewed a wonderful guest who said, hey, you should get that Joss Scorcher guy. And as proof that we listened to people, we talked with Josh and decided, you know what? Let's do it! Let's do it live! We've got the wonderful Josh Scorcher with us. Hi. Yay. For those of you who may be tuning in for the very first time, hello and welcome. We are the we are the community-oriented barcast where you politely request the guests, we politely ask them on, you ask the questions, and then we make them miserable for two hours. If you would like to see examples of other ones we've done in the past, feel free to check up on casts such as Andrea Libman, John Delancey, Nighty, Dusty Cat, and more out on Google Play Music, iTunes, and other places where you digest your podcast-related material. The lovely non-pencil is watching the Twitch chat right now. Pencil, what are questions that we don't ask our guests? For anyone tuning in for the first time, you'll find that we do not have used questions that are religious in nature, have to do with politics, or are too personal. Like, what's your social security number? Where do you live? What is your mother's maiden name? We're not fucking doing that. Don't do this. However, this is a rated R podcast, so rated R questions will be fielded as we have time available. For you in the chat, we also have a very special feature. It's a drinking word. Anytime you hear the words, it's like or like, which apparently our guest says a lot, have a drink. Please drink responsibly. Don't send yourself to the hospital again. This is this is especially not a good time for that. This is correct. So, without further ado, we have a whole set of interview questions. Um, and my goodness, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um. Well, we could mention that if they want to donate bits to us, they can click in the lower right and click get bits. And the person with the most bits 
donated by the end of the stream gets their name read on air. Thank you, Pencil. Thank you for covering my ass, although I wish you would cover my front. Without further ado, we have actual interview questions. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the very basic scotch. Uh, Josh. Yeah. Wow, somebody wants a drink. <laughs> I, I I I need a drink. Just let me do. Oh Lord. ASMR. Um, that wasn't a so... drink. That was a drink. Let's start with the very basics. Josh, who are you, and what do you do in the fandom? All right. Well, uh, I am a. I am an entertainer in the fandom, a reviewer. I do reviews of My Little Pony episodes and uh, analyses. Um, I also uh, one of the creative directors of TF2 Analysis Anarchy, which is just basically a bunch of other reviewers in the fandom just in a TF2 setting and just making fools of themselves. Uh, I also have... I, I... if I, if it'll permit me to be an egomaniac, I believe I'm probably the guy who infected most of it, a lot, a large portion of the fandom with D and D, because uh, mm-hmm. because of my, because of the Brony D and D campaign, it's still going still going strong. Uh, I'm actually going to have a session of that tomorrow, and we are encroaching on the series finale. Ooh. Yeah, and I've been planning this like ever. I've been planning the season finale for like what two years. Excitement! Uh, where would they tune in if they want to catch up on previous ones as well as uh, be ready for your season finale? Uh, that's uh, that's on Doctor Wolf's channel, Doctor Wolf Double One, uh, D well Dr Wolf Double One. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, there, it's a lot. It's a lo- It's going to be a bit of a grind to get through it. It's like most of these episodes are about a ho- about an hour long, and uh, I'm at work. We're uh, the ones that have been released is currently episode one hundred sixty one. So yeah, it's great. Great for a, great for a podcast. <laughs> If you want to listen to while you're at work, but yeah, it's man, I've been putting a whole bunch of I freaking commissioned final boss music for this. Ooh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, money well spent. <laughs> I would sure say so. Well, let's get to know you a little better. Um, how did you get into My Little Pony? I freaking love telling this story. <laughs> hey, good. Um. So. Uh, my first foray into MLP was uh, I I discovered it through through memes like uh, you, you know like the cheeseburger sites remember oh, yeah. those oh yeah oh yeah I just I discovered it through there and I just figured it's like I don't know it's like I guess this is the new meme fad that <laughs> and so it's like well, whatever I think I guess it's just the new meme fad then I saw the death battle of Starscream versus Rainbow Dash I'm like. Okay, uh, uh, the just how Rainbow Dash won. I'm like, wait, it, is this for real? And then one of my friends who, um, who, I, all right, sorry, I'm having a little bit of a brain fart here. Um, that then one of my friends who I had very high standards for the for the media that he watched. Uh, he told me that this was good. I'm like. Okay, if he says this is good, then something's up. 
And this at this time, I was in the Marine Corps. I had just gotten out of boot camp. And I go over I, and I watch one of these. I watch one of these episodes. I basically binge the entire series until uh, I believe Luna Eclipsed was that the live episode at the time. And I'm just wa- I'm just watching these. I'm like, wow, they put effort into this. And so I reviewed an episode of it. You know, it's like I didn't know how because I didn't know what else to do. It's like I wanted to talk about it with someone because just the whole phenomenon was fascinating. But I wasn't really in an environment where I could talk to people. So I just projected my thoughts onto the Internet and, you know, did the review. You know, a lot of people liked it. And about, I don't know, like two weeks later, uh, we were doing Morning Muster. And then all of a sudden, I hear uh, Lance Corporal Burner report. And I think I'm in serious trouble. Oh no, what did I do? You're only you're only you're only told to report if you've actually done something really bad. And then I say, Lance Corporal Burner, reporting is ordered. And then my but my platoon sergeant turns to the entire room filled with like what three dozen pe- three dozen other Marines. As you all, as you all are aware and have seen, Lance Corporal Burner has braved watching the show known as My Little Pony. And then I'm just like <laughs> very slow. It's like it's very slowly dawns on me. Wait a minute. Everyone here knows I watched the show, and they everyone here has seen my review of it. Uh, Did you feel the color just rushing into your face and your like stomach falling through your feet? I can hear your wife laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when that happened, and said to confront, in honor of his bravery, we bestow upon him this medal. It was a brony shirt. What? Oh my Man. god! Ah. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about being in the Marines. It's a, it's like a lot of people have this image of people of being in the military as it's a, it's all gruff, you know, taking orders, and there's so much drama, like everything you see in like a military drama film. But it's not. It, it it's not. It's like being in the military. You're basically a member of a sitcom. I've been told by someone who was in the infantry, and he said. He said being in the infantry and basic and beyond was just like a bunch of hilarious shit you weren't allowed to laugh at. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's pr- that's pretty much it. It's if that's that's one thing that I do miss about being in the Marine Corps is the feeling that my life was a sitcom. <laughs> well, I mean, given given your life now, which is still very pony heavy, and you have a wife, and it, it's still rather sitcomish. Yeah, I suppose it's uh yeah, I'd like to think like maybe I'm uh what is it? Um <laughs> I-, I like to think I'm one of the more liked members of the Friends cast, but whatever. Well and he- and he's modest too. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of your wife, can you just like yell over your shoulder right now and ask her if she's gonna watch Celebrity Drag Race? I don't even need to ask. I don't need to even ask her that question. I'm pretty sure she's going to say yes. Then just just tell her pencil's gonna watch it too. Pencil's gonna watch Celebrity Drag Race too, honey. Woo! Sorry, we're done. It's okay. That's all. Yep. Katrillian, 
prevent us from merging into drag uh, drag bar cast, which we've done before. Uh, let's let's talk about the community a little bit, Josh. What do you consider to be your favorite part of the fandom? What keeps you here? Is it the online community, fan fiction, cons, music, the show itself? What keeps you here? Uh, well, I'd say it's kind of a little bit of everything. Like, uh, the people, the people are nice. The fan, the fans are nice. It's like the fan, the fan, the fan fiction's creative. It's like there's a couple, there's a couple people I follow on on fan fiction who just routinely churn out good stuff. Uh, there, it's like a lot of the a lot of the music's very good. Uh, it's like yeah, I'm trash, but hello, lullaby for a princess. It's like oh yeah, it's yeah. It, it's like everyone freaking loves lullaby for a princess. It's like just a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff is really good, and yeah, I do love you know the show. It's uh, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's kind of like a di- like kind of like Disney meets Veggie Tales. You know, it's like good, good animation, good humor, good values, and uh, you know, it's a, and also I've met a lot of, I, I've met a lot of lifelong friends through this fandom. So you know, it's just like, it's a great, it's a great place to be, and a wife. <laughs> Don't forget the wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my wife is my my my. I consider my wife to be my best friend. Oh, lucky. Lucky you, you met a lot bunch of lifelong fans to this fandom. I wish I have. Oh my god, dude, we are right here. We I are, wish I, I have. I have ringmaned you. I, I have taken you to places where there are strippers. You've seen my titties. You shut up, Enigma. I wish. <laughs> no. I'd like to live. Speaking of living, let's talk about the fandom living on. We're, we're in the place where Generation 4 is over. And we're in this weird Generation 4.5 place where we're waiting for Pony Life. Generation 5 is in development. And it would be difficult to imagine Generation 5 or Pony Life sparking that same level of lightning in a bottle that Generation 4 did as far as creating the Brony fandom and the Brony movement. Um, What do you think we need to do as a community to not only stay alive, but stay relevant uh, in, in ways similar to like say Star Wars fans or Trekkies. Honestly, I don't think we really need to do anything. It's like, we, we don't really, we don't really need to do anything other than just keep doing what we've been doing. Just continue to be fans, uh, create art, create music, uh, create stories, uh, watch the show, support the show, like make an app, make analysis videos, uh, do podcasts talking about it. It's just, I don't know. Just keep it. Keep the pat. Just keep the passion going. And you know, it's. I know this is a cliche, but if you build it, they will come. I find that interesting, especially given that you're from the analysis community. When when you've made an analysis of every single episode of the show and the movies and Equestria Girls, what is there left for content? Well, there's always got. Well, that's the thing. There's always going to be new content. It's like there's always going to be new Star Wars. And it's like Star Trek is still going. There's always going to. There's always going to be stuff. And you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, people still talk about Teen Titans. In <laughs> that, there's always it's I, it, these characters and these uh, characters and environments and worlds and universes. People always. 
these are, we keep coming back to these. We keep coming back to Superman. We keep coming back to Batman because, well, for one reason, well, for one reason or another, but people are just passionate about these things, and people are passionate about My Little Pony, and people are just going to keep coming back. Heck, they'll create their own episodes if they need to. It's like we already got those. Uh, we we already got those like voice synthesizers for all of the made six. I'm like, oh boy, oh. there's gonna be so many bad oh, things wow. gonna be yeah. made for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll back you up on that entirely, like a hundred percent. Also, it's worth noting that, like Star Trek, My Little Pony gets multiple incarnations over time. I've been watching Pony since I was literally born. I'm in my thirties. Pony is still going. It's just going through different phases, and there might not be this as good phases. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to come back around and content. I know you're right. I know you're right. But Minty was still cute. Shush. Um, but no, it, it's going to come back around eventually. And again, I, I was a fan before. I'm going to be a fan after. And I think there are a lot of people like me that are going to still want to consume content that people like Josh or like us make. I've been a fan since I, I'm, I've, I've honestly been a closet brony ever since I was like 12 when I saw the My Little Pony movie. Oh, oh God, that movie traumatized me. Did it traumatize you? Not, nothing can stop the smooth. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, okay. Um, <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> that song is, the song is so freaking catchy. It's an earworm. There's also like some really weird sexual shit in that movie. I didn't realize until much later involving tentacles. I'm just saying. there was also that mushroom that the little elf guy sat on and which then grew. There's some weird shit. Uh, yeah. I did not see it like that, and I'm still um, having, and, I, and I'm still having trouble seeing it like that. Have you watched it much since? That's the big question. Uh, I did a live riffing of it at uh, what was it at Everfree Northwest. Yeah. If you want to see like the sexual things that you miss, just watch it with a bunch of in- in- inappropriate friends, and you'll, they'll point them out for you. Yeah, that's true. That's the way just sitting with you. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Now then, one last question before we throw you to the wolves. Start fielding some fan questions. Who is best pony? Depends on my mood, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, currently, I am at. Currently, I'm in the mood of Celestia. Hmm. You like you like the sunbud. Yes, I like sunbud. No. Well, he, he's only he's being biased here because you know flames and whatnot. And it's just a big ball of flames in space. Well, I really enjoy I really enjoy her because, you know, I enjoy kind of the implicit drama that she goes through. You know, like having to basically banish her sister until for for a thousand years until she could figure out a way to purify her, just being that lonely, you know, having no one to talk to, having to watch everything pass you by. All of all of that, and you know, just still trying to find you know joy in the little things, you know, like tiny little pranks or just messing with that, messing with people who put too much importance on tiny things. It's that's just something I find you know fascinating in a character, and you know, she's also warm and mu- she's warm, she's motherly. You know, I just really freaking like Celestia. Yeah. 
She did not spend a thousand years trying to purify Luna. She spent a thousand years perfecting her pancake recipes. You might even say that Celestia is Bestia. We're gonna move I'm not on. Sure, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether to hug you or punch you for that. I do the no. both all the time! It's true. That's why we date. Now then, uh, we've got our first question from the chat. It's the lovely, lovely other other guy who loves to regularly ask that question. You know that question. Um, this this week's a little different. It's how big would your baculum be if he had one? And, and I'll be honest, I didn't know what a baculum was. Pencil, what's a baculum? Baculum is a specialized bone in some species, specifically think of those like a coyote. Um, that actually is in the dick. When people talk about a dick bone, us humans do not have uh, dick bones, but animals like coyotes do. And in some ancient civilizations, and less than ancient civilizations, the baculum is considered not only good luck, but a fertility charm and having mystical powers and curing diseases. But basically what the question is asking is, how long your dick? Uh, excuse me? The boner. Uh... uh... I drink a lot of milk. <laughs> so your cum is tart? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried it. I was going to say ask your wife, and then I realized you'd probably be more uncomfortable with that than she would. So <laughs> let's, let's not ask your wife that. Let's, 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 okay, we've got questions out in our thread. Um out on our thread on filmfiction.net, we receive questions from anyone who might be interested in asking questions to our guests week after week. Our first set of questions comes from Mugany, who says, please excuse grammar, I'm on the phone, LOL. Hello, how are you? I am good to, thanks, you okay, here are my questions, okay, number one, did you like My Little Pony? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Did they have a stroke writing this? Like, he's, he's, uh, Josh, are you still in the air about this? Um, Can I get back to you on that one? Number two is, do you like My Little Pony and Witch Pony? As in, like, my the, his specific little pony. Gross. Sounds like a euphemism. It, it probably is. Eh, not the worst euphemism I've heard. Fair, fair, fair. Let's say, uh, this next one's better. Okay, number three. Why why are griffins so cool? Uh, hmm. Never really thought, ne never really thought about this, but, um, well, the fact that it's both an eagle and a lion, you know, that's, that, that probably, that probably does a little bit of that, you know, and, you know, how we are in America and how we feel about our eagles, right? And I mean, y'all and y'all know how in Europe, how ever, how everyone like puts puts their lions on their coat of arms. So I guess it's just kind of the just kind of the best of both worlds. Like everyone freaking loves griffins, and I think oh. another reason that people like griffins is like they're just really you know they're a little more a little more like obviously hardcore than a pony you know they got claws they got they got a beak they're they're freaking part eagle and freaking part lion okay they're they can kill you makes you wonder go ahead makes you wonder where they get where they get their regular meat intakes yeah 
Griffin's also kind of a cool name. Like it's it, it Griffin is better than like Eon or Legal. Never mind. We're gonna move on. Don't make jokes. That's not fair. You can't make but, jokes about that. But but okay, fine. I just I just had the idea. <laughs> I just I just had a story idea now that Gabby is a lawyer and she's a legal legal. I hate oh, everything yeah. about this. Um, so about the, all the people on this cast so far, you want to punch, Josh? Um, no, uh, nothing yet. I'm not really getting there. All right, I'll, I'll check back in later. I see how we do. Number four. Why are you so cool? That's a joke. Ha ha. I don't know who you are. Ha ha. How far have you gotten into this so far? How was your day? <laughs> Uh, I tried and failed to do a lot of laundry because I kept washing this one sheet over and over that I didn't realize was water repellent and it came out of the washer completely dry. I'm like, why is this thing coming out completely dry? Is the washer broken? <laughs> That's amazing! <laughs> it's, it's, and so, then someone had to explain it to me, dude, this fabric is water resistant. <laughs> oh. So, so when somebody asks you, like, what day of quarantine you're on, you're just like, I am on this day. This, uh, this, this is where we're at. Okay, so if it's a... That's the thing. It's a, I am a massive introvert. So when they told us, like, dude, you can't leave your house. You have to stay indoors. So just keep doing what I've been doing? Well, <laughs> girl, same. Um, I have experienced much the same thing. Yeah. I was about to ask questions about, like, why you would have a, a water-repellent sheet. And then I realized sexy times are a thing. And I'm like, that's really smart. I need to look into getting some. Totally not a brownies up next. And you don't mind me asking, how many YouTube subscribers does one need in order to make a decent living? Ooh. That is a very difficult question to answer because audience retention is a thing. And it also depends on what kind of content you make. Like, I'm pre there's like a, there are people who make half the amount of scoop who have half the amount of subscribers I do, and they make probably twice the amount of money I do because they are able to keep their audience engaged better than I can. Mm -hmm. They also, they also, you know, they also game the tag system. They can also game the algorithm better. Oh, the freaking YouTube algorithm. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. Uh, yeah. It is, it is so, it is a pain in the neck to try and game. So, yeah, that's why I've, I've been doing a lot more streaming because you know it's like I noticed that people are a lot more generous with your money when you're when you're streaming and interacting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. There, there's a lot of and the reason that you see like a uh, YouTube gamers plugging all their merch or you know like doing all these gift card giveaways and stuff. It yeah, it's kind of a necessary evil because. Their ad, our ad revenue is for a lot of us is not enough to supply a a decent living wage. It's like I'm able to make a, a living wage, but I'm one of the lucky ones. Uh, I am a I I am the exception. It's like if you're a little if you're a little kid trying to say, oh, I'm going to be a big YouTube star. Good luck. It took me a decade to get to this point. And so, is that a full decade of? really trying i want this to be my career i'm genuinely putting 100 percent into this or is commitment that, like uh, is that you know like uh three years i'm just posting stuff because it's fun and then you go you know i could actually do this or well for 
uh, for like the first like seven years, it was kind of that. It was it was my hobby, but I eventually I built up my hobby to the point. Oh, I can make a living out of this. So yeah, yeah. and but that's why you see a lot of people, you know, t- like link their like link their stream lags, link their Kofi, or link their Twitch, or th- especially for me, link their Patreon. It's a uh, yeah, it's because YouTube is for a lot of people it's not it's not big enough and the thing is you're always pressured to improve yourself, you're always pressured to make your content better. So, um <laughs> and be- making your content better costs money. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of in this endless loop of spending more money to get more money and eventually a lot of people get crushed under the uh, crushed under that weight i think that's really well said um so then tony totally not bony follows up with what, what sort of other related sources of income are there for aspiring creators in order to try and keep themselves afloat Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, as I said before, uh, Kofi gives you tips. Uh, Streamlabs is a is a very streamlined service. No pun intended for uh, for for getting your merchandise or get or getting donations out there. Uh, YouTube super chats, uh, not not great because I actually read somewhere that YouTube actually takes a cut of the super chats, which is really really stupid. They do, yep. So yeah, I'm going to have to make a. It's like the thing, and that's a stupid thing. Is because we're making, we're donating to charity. We are, we are tying, we are, we are calculating down to the cent what is going to us and what's going to charity, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous, because YouTube is taking a cut of that, and. <sighs> I can understand where in some ways YouTube needs to keep themselves afloat, but you would think that if you're like a nonprofit, and, and there's even ways to game that too. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a slippery slope. Yeah, and that's it, yeah, it is it is ridiculous because like what freaking YouTube like you know the secure Silicon Valley guys are like for the freaking <laughs> with the freaking death grip over our culture. You guys can't. It's like come on, stop taking my money. I earned it. Yeah, I need it for like you know. Boot I need to eat. Meat. Yeah, steak. That's my steak money. Don't take my steak money. Yeah. Yes, honey. I was using the royal eye. Yeah. Always remember, everyone, feed your wife, or they'll kill you in your sleep. Happy it's wife, true. happy life. Like a cat. Now then, uh, up next. We have questions from Fan of Most Everything. Uh, he says, oh, this should be fun. My apologies for everyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about in advance, but the friendship is magic. The gathering opportunities don't come every week. Okay, I am now 100% into this conversation. It's oh, time. Oh, no. Ah, uh, yeah. If you could plop the main six into any Magic the Gathering plane just to watch the ensuing fireworks, which one would it be and why? Ooh. I'm ready to completely dominate this question with you, Josh. Like, we've we, right. got this. He, okay. He's very into this, like, to the point where I have, I have concerns about his addiction, so please be careful. Do not take my man from me. Please? Please. Okay. Okay. If they go to, if they go to Ravnica, they're going to die. 
Yeah, but you could say same thing about like Dominaria because it's like uh, dying uh, okay. and I mean okay. it's flourishing now, but it's it was at one point dying in time magic and continually phasing in and out of reality. Yeah, but yeah, then there's uh, hmm. I'm not I'm not sure how Kaladesh is doing. Yeah, and I would say the same thing for uh, Zendikar or Innistrad. Yeah. Oh yeah, Innistrad. Ooh, it's yeah. Uh, uh, that that's and the after... thing. Like a lot of these Magic: The Gathering planes are like dystopian nightmares. So, uh... <laughs> you know where they would do great, Lorwyn. They would do great on Lorwyn before it became Shadowborn. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became a dystopian hellscape. But <laughs> yeah, I, th I feel like that's the fate of every single plane is to become a dystopian hellscape. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we still don't fully know what's going on with Ikoria. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would... Okay, that's the plane, Ikoria. I would love to see Fluttershy try to talk smack to Godzilla. <laughs> yes, literal Godzilla. We have what? Demon serpents. Uh, there's the elemental otter. Oh my gosh, Fluttershy would be amazing on Ikoria. <laughs> is, is, is this what it felt like when when his wife and I talked about like drag race for twenty minutes? Is, is this what that feels like? Okay, let yes. me. Uh, okay, let me put it this way: the next set, the next set of Magic: The Gathering, Ikoria, it is kaiju themed. Mm -hmm. So all the cards reference su some sort of kaiju culture. It is freaking amazing, and oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely that, I, a I don't need it kind of set. <laughs> uh, yeah, conversely, right. which planeswalker would you like to see in a question? Hmm. Yes, I think a per mm. uh, okay. I think the one who would probably fit the best like he would be able to you know like blend in not only with appearance but also with philosophy probably a johnny you know you're right a johnny would be fucking great <laughs> yeah pretty good Just... yeah because I'm, you know he's I'm a sorry. White, you know he's a white planeswalker he's very orderly he's very kind you know but he's also you know willing to bust out the moves when things get bad and you know and he's he's also he's also a nice cat boy. Yes, the cat boy with all of the cat dick porn online. That oh, I don't need that now. Oh no, I don't need this. Taka 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 intensifies. Please. That'd also be an excuse to bring back Katrina. If you if you know her if you know her from like the OG MLP. Oh yes. That that is a thing on Derpy Brew. She has her own tag. Hmm. It's safe for work, you dummies. All right, Entibus. Well, not all of it. Stop. <laughs> that is a child you are talking about. Number one, Entibus. Best ship and worst ship from the show. Ooh. And this is your head cannon, not like cannon ships. Controversial. Best ship and worst ship. Uh, hmm. Um. All right. So, uh, 
This is probably going to be a very controversial choice for worst ship, but um, Rarajack. Ooh, why? Defend your answer. They would drive each other nuts. They would not be able to live together. I know people love the idea of, you know, like the prim and proper person, you know, you, you know, dating the da dating the bumpkin, but no, their their personalities aren't compatible. Their lifestyles aren't compatible. I don't think their moralities are compatible. What do you mean their lifestyles aren't compatible? I'm sorry, that yeah. was awful. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> well, their lifestyles aren't compatible because you know, Rarity is far too Rarity is too ambitious. She's too competitive. She's she's. I don't think she's going to be willing to give up her life's work and her hobby to 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 live with to live with someone else. This is something that she's done for her entire life. And Applejack's definitely not going to get not going to leave the farm because. Oh God, no. <laughs> like I can see something casual on the slide, but like. No. I mean, at the end, she just ends up an old cat lady. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, the most I could see with that ship is like maybe like a month of dating, but then realizing you know this ain't gonna work. Could you see like an on and off fling where they're both so involved in their work, but occasionally they just get together to fuck in a hotel room and then go back to their lives like once every few months? Right, that's what that's like what I was kind of trying to hint towards. Mm. Like they both need to get off with somebody. Besides, you know, a sibling in the case of Applejack. But anyway. Hmm. She can't with a sibling anymore. He's married. That has not stopped a great many people. <laughs> you beat me by one second. Fug. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I honestly can't really, you know, see that. But... Uh, what I think like Rarity would be like a pillow princess, and I don't think Applejack. Applejack's all about hard work. Yeah. So, like, if you're not willing to put in the work, and I feel like Rarity would lay there like, oh yeah, that's a, oh yeah, that's the thing that a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's a lot of something that a lot of people don't really realize is that you know, marriage, it you really have to learn how to live with live together, and <laughs> that includes like sleeping habit that, that includes like sleeping habits like i am a nester okay i like pillows i like blankets but i also like the fan blasting like 40 degree air right at my face i'm realizing very quickly you didn't know what i meant by pillow princess oh oh sure yes rarity likes lots of pillows and applejack does it that is that is what i meant that's what are you not gonna be are you not going to be an instructor today? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Josh is a nice boy. I don't know that. Why does everybody do that around me? Okay. <laughs> this is why he doesn't learn. This is why he doesn't learn. Everyone does this around him. <laughs> everybody, oh, I, I, I swear, this happens every single time. It's like... Yes, I don't get pick up on a lot of things. Yes, I'm still kind of on the innocent side, but it's just like, but whenever I say, like, you know, it's like, oh, I don't understand this. Nobody wants to be the one to Okay, break. 
Okay, I will, I will, I will fall on that track with a dagger. I've got this. Okay, I can do this with euphemisms. Okay, <laughs> I can do this. Pull out the finger puppets. <laughs> you know what'd be funny? Actually, 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 I'm really curious. And if you, if no is okay, could you ask your wife what a pillow princess is? A hyena. No, can you ask her what a pillow princess is and see if she knows? Okay, um, they're asking me to ask you if you know what a pillow princess is. Uh, is that like a donkey? Oh, oh, no. oh, oh no. It's a very close oh, no. um, a, a, a pillow princess is a girl in a relationship, usually LGBT, who just lays there and takes sexual pleasure and enjoys the fruits of that labor without actually reciprocating or putting in any of the work if she's on the bottom. Ah, okay. So, so basically, um, it's not even a female. Sometimes, sometimes the guy. Basically, if if you're always the one who's just like, yes, yes, go down on me, yes, yes, eat me out, yes, 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 but you'll never do anything in return. Which is why I said Rarity was very much a pillow princess and Applejack appreciates hard work. And so Applejack would probably prefer a relationship where the other party works as hard as she does. And I'm so sorry. And I'm so, good. So in other words, it's, it is similar to a donkey. You learn something new every day. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's the thing. It's like, you're probably... <laughs> um, a lot of subtext, like especially if it's sexual, goes over my head. I'm getting the sensation that that's going to be true, which means I need to be very literal with everything I say, and that's going to be weird. But we gonna do it. We're gonna. How much drink do I have? I don't have enough drink. We're gonna. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. You see, you see, you see, Josh. Contrary to popular belief, bun in the oven does not mean bakery or pastries. I'm oh aware of that one. So, so in not not sex related talk, <laughs> because segues are hard. Do you listen to Ponies at Dawn? If so, what is your favorite album? Uh, I'm not sure I've heard of them. Uh, they're they're kind of the the modern reincarnation of Balloon Party. It's really it's really worth checking out. All right. Um, what non-canon race would you like to see in MLP? Hmm. Let's see. What non-canon race would I like to see in MLP? The Chupacabras. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, so there is a, my favorite mythical creature might have already been shown. I'm not sure if it counts, though. My favorite mythological creature of all time is the Hellhound. Oh, interesting. I'm unsure, so I'm unsure if Cerberus. Cerberus. Well, it depends on your definition of Hellhound. Like, yeah. But yes, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So I would say I, I would say Hellhound because you know. But yeah, there's a. Uh... Or heck, if they want to throw the Tarrasque in there, that'd be funny. <laughs> the what? The Tarrasque. What the hell is a Tarrasque? Oh. Uh, basically, basically, a bit a meme D and D creature. So, I'll just give it. It's a very it's a near indestructible creature that 
it's stereotyped that your dungeon master throws it at you when they hate you and really want to kill you. Ah, the thing you can only kill with the snake eyes. No. That. I was thinking. I was thinking of that creature from Gravity Falls. All right. Okay. Okay. Next question is: Can you do a diamond dog impression? That jams, precious. Get off the jams. That That's really not bad good. at all. Fuck, man. It's just a race of golems. They are kind of a race of golems. Making all the sex jokes in my head right now and saying none of them. Anyway! Moving on. Cozy Glow, Lightning Dust, or one of the pillars, which one has the most unused potential? I don't know. I think Cozy Glow got all of her got all of her potential out. Um, Lightning Dust. Um, yeah, I think they could have, you know, given her get. She could have been a better, more recurring rival to Rainbow Dash. So there's a little un unused potential there. But the pillars. Oh yeah, they just. Yeah, MLP's world building is freaking weird. It's like yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's. It, it's very one and done. Yeah. When they, brought, I, I, when they brought back the pillars, shouldn't there have been a risk of them infecting people with old diseases or them getting infected with new diseases? Magic. Magic. Hashtag magic. <laughs> that is it. That is the plot hole mender. It's like Star Wars, it's the Force. Also, points for medical science because medical science is important and smart. Yeah. Uh, question number 666. Um, I, I'm sorry. I think I just heard Doom music start going off in a portion of my house. Um, what would what would you live in Tartarus in a month for? Hmm. Okay, so a month of isolation. Or really, <laughs> or really just a month of really, like, sitting behind bars, you know, like, talking to other prison creatures. Um, they're clearly not starving you. Yeah, they're yeah clearly. It's just there's big it doesn't, it, doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that bad. I mean, I bet it's like I've been locked with people like for years who I didn't really particularly enjoy being around. So I don't know. I guess financial security. Would you do it for a Klondike bar? Oh. So, dumb question. The cage is in Tartarus. Does it have bars on the bottom, or is it just ground? Uh, I think it's just like iron, like like an iron floor. Okay. Because I, every time I look at these sort of like cartoon cages, that, that's a kink. Um, if they have bar floors, that seems like it would be miserable because trying to sleep and rest on this ground that is just made of iron bars seems miserable. What I want to know is where do T-Rex and Cozy Glow use the bathroom? On each other. What? Why on. why did you go Moving there? On. With it? Moving of all on. places. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. No you're not. Where, where, where no, you're not. Why? You're right. Sorry. 
How did you come up with your OC, Josh? Uh, well, for one, it's like the jacket and shirt. That's my typical, you know, video uniform. So I know I wanted to do that. But um, my two favorite colors are red and yellow. So I figured, you know, like a red body and uh, maybe like a yellow, like a yellow mane. That might be good. And uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with the eyes until, you know, then I realized that I was experimenting with a, a bunch of colors. And I'm like, ooh, the yellow eyes look really good. Yeah, and that's kind of a one thing I notice whenever I create, you know, some characters like for D&D and stuff. It's like, I'm strangely a fan of yellow eyes. I don't know why. Yeah. Because you like evil yeah. seeping under the surface. Can confirm first OC has gold eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, also unicorn. Um, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, I, di I didn't feel feel much like a Pegasus. My, like if I were in the crusher, I don't, don't, not sure I would be a Pegasus. Not sure I would be an earth pony. It just unicorn just felt right, I guess. And I, I like the ability to, you know, like shoot fire out of my horn. So that would, that, that would have been, that's fun. Hey. You, you know, being, think... able, being able to create explosions with a magic spell, that's also fun. Yeah. So like Tempest, where she just shoots her horn magic into the sky and blows up galaxies. Yeah. Alright, we have Alex underscore up next. Number one, hey Josh, how do I wash my hands? Um, very poorly, if you're having to ask me a question about it. Okay, Google, how do I wash my hands? No! 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 Never ask your Google to help oh, you wash your okay. hands. Yeah, Do I'm not ask it. Google to help you wash your hands. It's 40 uh, seconds of just torture. I'm oh, sorry, Josh, I cut you off. Yeah, I was thinking, I was looking at the comments, I was like, oh my gosh, the, it's, yeah, I freaking started a meme of the whole, you know, Unicorn's Master Race. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Be prepared. It doesn't, no. it doesn't, I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't help that I'm a, I'm a, what, I'm a white, blonde hair, blue eyed individual. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm, a, I'm the embodiment of, ev let, let me put it this way. I'm the embodiment of everything that Tumblr hates. I see. Everything about me, Tumblr hates. So you hate Bradgelina. How There old was a joke there. Priest, how old are you? Priest, that's like 2005 right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's literally decades old at this point, man. Really? Yeah, dude. Didn't they get back together? Or is... I'm sorry. Oh my fucking what Christ. We're not, we're not going to talk about fucking Brad Pitt's relationship status on the podcast. I have hard limits. I'm sorry. Was this on before or after colleague. the 18? Josh, on behalf of my colleague, I apologize for our anachronisms. Let us get back to you and how important you are. Number two, <laughs> what makes you feel all tingly-wingly? Um, all right. Uh, sometimes, you know, when I listen to, like, something really freaking good, like... Uh, a lot, a lot of times I just like to, you know, like, you know, like shut the, shut the doors and just listen to like, just some really good orchestral music and, you know, just like, 
just like just like lean back and just like immerse myself and just I I go like full Napstablook if you guys know, if you guys know what I'm referencing. I just like sit down and then just like everything around me just fades away and just all it is is just this world, just the world of this music. I'm like, this is life, and life is good. On right. <laughs> now then, up next, if you had to lose one leg, which one would you choose? Uh, my left leg, because if I were to, yeah, because my right leg, uh, is my dominant leg. So yeah, I'm also good. I, whenever I do boarding, I'm goofy footed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. you are a goofy side. And I only know that because of like Tony Hawk's pro skater. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that that didn't make you upset. Uh, would you recommend to the younger generations out there, Tony Hawk pro skater? Yes! Oh my Which gosh, one? the game series is so good. Okay, so ah, uh, I, I I think it really like hit its stride at like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four was pretty good, uh, but then Underground and Underground Two. Oh, Eric <laughs> fucking Sparrow! Yes! <laughs> oh man, in, in the first one, he's an absolute. Oh, I, you just hate him. But then Tony Hawk's Underground 2 comes along and he just becomes the butt monkey of all butt monkeys. And it is glorious. Well, and of course, and of course as a, go ahead. I was, I was gonna, just going to put an earworm in um, Josh's ear for the foreseeable future. No. So here I am. No! I can I, I, I hear this and I'm just picturing like a skateboarder grinding on power rail on power line. <laughs> Sorry. Stop! Under... You're, making, you're making me nostalgic and sad. Don't be Under... sad. Be happy because it happened. Not sad because it's over. You oh man, by Tony Hawk pro skater. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember grinding. Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember grinding, then quarantine ha happened. Anyway. Also, under fear of dating myself, I love Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Oh my goodness. Oh, really? No one else? Oh. Nigma, come on, back me up here. I'm I, going to you You're first. by yourself on this one, I'm afraid. Why oh. would Enigma have the money to enjoy such things? Yeah. So here I am. <laughs> Doing everything I can. All right, moving on. Would you rather eat a small pile of nail clippings, five human teeth, or a bundle of hair? Hmm. We'll, we'll give you a glass of water to go with it. Bundle of hair. Bundle, bundle of hair. What Fair if, enough. What if it was pubic hair? Oh. Whoa. Gross. Uh, the, if it was... If it was that, then nail clippings. Yeah, at least they have protein. Protein. Okay. Number five. Will you tell me a secret? Uh, no. <laughs> Got him. Well, that's an answer. Number six. What is the sexiest kitchen appliance? Um. Please don't say toaster. He's gonna say the garbage disposal. 
no. Oh, God, visualized it. It's in my head now. Thank, thank you. Thank, thanks, thanks. Uh, I guess the Foreman Grill. The Foreman uh, Grill? Yeah. Why? Defend, defend yourself. Um, you know, it's because I like making, I like making burgers on it. I, I'm not, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't really understand this question. Do you, do you think burgers are sexy? Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't understand this do you, question. Do you like eating your meat? Sorry. No, we can move I, on. I, I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. I know, I know one appliance that's sexier than that. The Fruit Ninja. It slices, it dices. I, I mean, to I, me, the sexiest I, kitchen appliance is the olive oil dispenser for, I think, obvious reasons. Anyway, Priest, what's your next question? I think burgers are sexy. <laughs> Jack of Few Trades is up next and says, oh, and he must have hoped because he forgot to put questions. Good. Um, that said, we got five questions. Uh, in the next poster, I think it makes sense to take a little early ad break so that way we don't cut off mid-post. So, without further ado, hey, Pencil! <laughs> do you know that we donate money to charity? I do. Did you know that there's quick and easy ways to assist our char charitable endeavors? Really? Tell me how those happen, Priest. First, they get an envelope. No. N nothing that you said is correct. <laughs> no, no. I, I want to see where he's going with the envelope. Hold on now. All right. Where, where are you going with the envelope, Priest? What do they do with the envelope? They cut off their ear. Okay. What's the next step? They put money in the envelope. Okay. And the ear. Okay. And send it to the Barcast Patreon, where you can <laughs> donate at least $1 and get Discord privileges, such as being able to see behind the counter, which no one does, but we still do, because sometimes there's porn here, but there isn't this week. Wait, hold on. I'll get some porn. I'll put it back Yeah, here. we just um, got some porn right now. Oh, yeah, so put some porn back there for us, Enigma. Um, it's also worth noting, if you'd like to donate, you don't have to just do it through Patreon. Also, we, we are donating specifically to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. This is a horse sanctuary in Southern California. Um, and we support a horse called Rubit, who we gets all of our donations and helps him survive and get teeth cleans and hook cleanings. He was chosen by our viewers as the horse to support. And he's adorable, and we hope to visit him someday. Um, you can also donate money by donating bits in the lower right-hand corner of the screen. There's a little diamond if you click on it, and then you click get bits, and you watch an ad. You can get bits for free, but we get real money. If you do that, at the end of the cast, we'll read aloud who donated the most. Right now, we have random cast reader Alex and Hat Animus, so get donating. Last year, and, we were able to... Oh, please, go ahead. And you can also donate to them directly, because they're great. Last year, in addition to con fundraisers, we were able to raise about $1,000 for charity. So we hope to continue that and hopefully improve our numbers as time goes on. So please, if you would like to help our endeavors to support horse rescue charities, as well as be generally awful people, please consider donating to our Patreon, throwing some bits, 
and joining us on our little journey, won't you? No? Okay, then back to questions. Yay! Hawthorne Bunny's up next, who puts a very sunshiny Celestia into uh, the, the thread, saying, Welcome to the cast! Here are my questions. Number one, have you seen any of the scooter tricks the abridged other than the episode you were in? If so, what do you think of the series? Uh, yeah, I did watch a few episodes to make sure, you know, like I, I wasn't supporting something, you know, I wasn't lending my voice to something, you know, bad. Um, but, <laughs> you oh know, no, do, do a little bit of vetting. Uh, but yeah, it's a bridge series. I have very, very high standards for a bridge series. Um, basically, um, the only two a bridge series that I watched are, uh, you know, DBZ abridged, Helsing abridged, and uh, Sword Art Online abridged. I, I th and those are really freaking, freaking good ones. Like, uh, probably my favorite one is Sword Art Online abridged. It is because it not only fixes the problems of the original, but it's almost what it should have been. It's a, that abridged series is what Sword Art Online should have been because the characters in there actually act like actual gamers. Yes. I mean, to be fair, in the very first episode of the very first one, when you have, like, the guy with his waifu that's actually another guy, I, I made happy noises in my throat over people that I guarantee would have done this. But I agree with you <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like a bridge series. I've watched a lot, of the po a, a lot of the pony ones, and I see why people like them, but they are just not for me. Because I, when it comes to, like, nonsense abridged series, you know, like Code Mint and stuff, I know a lot of people freaking love Code Mint, but I can't really deal with the nonsense ones. Like, and I, like the Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged, I know people love Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged, and I love, and I appreciate the fact that Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged was the first one, and it, you know, it made everything, it caused all of this, it's like, and I will support it, but I can't watch it. Um, question then, how do you feel about shows that sort of do that, but they change it up? Like Friendship is Witchcraft. Uh, I watched, I, di I didn't laugh. Aw, that's fair too. I think that's important to note. Just because something is not for you doesn't mean it's shit and should die. Yeah, that, that it took me a while to get out of that mindset. I, but but we've, we've all been there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Each their own taste. Yeah. No, then. Uh, next question is, what is your favorite Celestia headcanon? Ooh. Ooh. Um. Oh, there's a couple in there. Like, uh, like, that, like there's the headcanon with, a you know, it's like, where, where did she get Spike's egg? Uh, like she was friends with the, with the mom, but the mom died. And so she's, and she's doing that. There, there's that. Um, what else is there? Um. There's also the headcanon that, uh, you know, Celestia, like, was the reason that Celestia lost to Chrysalis in the, the royal wedding was uh, she was holding back, be like, she was holding back because if she used her full power, she would basically melt the entire mountain. And there's actually a fanfiction that went into that. It was, uh, a, 
it's a it's this really great fan fiction. I, I shouted it out in one of my videos. It's called A World of Matchsticks. Hmm. Yeah, it's like where basically Celestia steals Superman's world of cardboard speech from Justice League. And, <laughs> and it's like, I, she, instead of saying, I feel like I'm, a, I'm in a world made of cardboard, she says, I feel like I'm in a world made of matchsticks. Where she constantly has to hold back. And it's it's a really cool, freak, it's a freaking cool fan fiction. Uh, but I think probably my favorite, you know, headcanon is that Celestia is a freaking warlord. It's like she knows how she knows how to fight, she knows how to tussle, she knows how to do all of this. Like, I like the idea that she had Spike's egg because she cracked some dragon eggs to make those pancakes. Is there a meme I'm missing or something? No, he's just normally no. like this. Yeah, he that's just the way he is. Like she needed an egg for the test and she just went into her fridge, grabbed Spike's egg, and was like, there you go. We always ask what happened to him, and I recently found out that his mother used to wash all of his dishes with laundry detergent. So that's why. If you're wondering, just that's why. I wow. think good. Number three. Who is the best character of the young six? And why is it Yona? <laughs> Yona is the best. Hands down. Yona is the best. And because she's so earnest and so cute. Like, yeah, I know it's like, yeah, you got like Ocellus who's, you know, yeah, she is cute, but, you know, she's cute in kind of a moe way. What are you saying about my Moe waifu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know... Yeah, Yona is comes from a, from a culture where everyone's just so earnest and trying their hardest, and she she's just so she's just so adorable. I just I really love. I don't know. I kind of gravitate towards very earnest characters. So Applejack. Yeah, I do like Apple. Yeah, yeah I do like Applejack. Uh, she is a uh, second best main sex for me. Ooh. That's some that's some hot who, competition. Who 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 best? Uh, but yeah, first best first best is rarity. Oh right, duh. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Now then, um, what do you think of them's fighting hurts? I like the fact that you know, I. I'm actually a fan of the situation, you know, like, even though they got the, even though they got the cease and desist, you know, Lauren Faust herself came down from on high and blessed, blessed, the, blessed this new game with the, with her presence and just, and, and made this really creative new world, new, new characters and, you know, made this new fight, made this new fighting game. It's a great situation. I'm not a fan of Marvel versus Capcom style fighters. I'm not. I'm not a. Fa I'm, not, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of those. Like, you know, I, I'm not a fan of like these combo fighters. I've I've never personally been good at combo fighters. 
throw on a game of Smash and I'll I'll, I'll play till the end of yeah. time. But yeah, I, yeah, but... Smash Smash is okay. Like the pretty much like the only other fighting game that I can really do well with is Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's and that's not much of a combo fighter, at least compared to something like Tekken or Street Fighter or Marvel versus Capcom, which you know has all of those. Or like Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like I don't like you know games where you have to memorize all of those combos and then unleash a hundred hits before, and you have like no chance to actually, you know, retaliate. That's why I freaking hated Bayonetta. Not not a fan of Bayon- Bayonetta myself for other reasons, but yeah, yeah, it's, ugh. but yeah, it's like Soul Calibur. I, I Soul Calibur, I'm good with. And if someone tries to make me play Tekken, I, I'll only play Yoshimitsu. Because Yoshimitsu is my main in Soul Calibur. But, but Street <laughs> Fighter. But Street Fighter, though. Street Fighter 2. Uh, Street Fighter no, 2, though. No. But you have to get on the actual arcade machine, to be clear. No, not, not uh, really a fan of that. Okay. <laughs> well, but there are other video game questions. Yes, dovetailing off of that. Um, who's the best Smash character? Who do you, who's your main? Uh, my, my main in Smash is either Ike or Roy. Okay. Something about swords? Yeah, it's like, it's a, you know that Smash Bros. meme about too many swordsmen? Yes. Sword boys. Yes. Yeah. Um, the next question is, what video game is your guilty pleasure? Ooh. guilty pleasure um i think i might have already said this but uh i want i want to look i want to look at my my steam list to confirm give me one second uh, is it honey pop no ah uh Hmm. Okay, yeah, because yeah, come on, Steam, log in. Come on. Is it Kawa Shoujo? Um I don't think Kawa Shoujo is on Steam. Oh, uh, it's not on Steam, no, but not. I don't know. I kinda wouldn't call that a guilty pleasure because you know that get that thing has has some legit good writing. Yeah, I, I mean I mean, you know, I turn off you know, I turn off the you know, the the sexy bits, but you turn it's... off the sexy bits, but the sexy bits are so emotional and like pure and lovely and well, some of them are. But that's uh, anyway. Yeah, the, the yeah the only the only person I, I I want to you know have sexy times with is my wife. So Aww, that's adorable. That Let's see. Uh, hmm. let's see. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. This is hard because I like to think I'm very secure. <laughs> so, so you have no, like, Barbie's Dream House Vacation games or anything weird like that? No. No, but no Babby games? It doesn't have to be like that. Like, for example, a, a guilty pleasure game of mine is a little-known title on Wii called Fortune Street, where it's basically Monopoly, Monopoly but with the stock market. And it's no one else likes it but me. Okay, this is going to be a very controversial. I I know, I know that this is a bad game, but I kind I still do love it, and I acknowledge that it's bad. 
I enjoy playing Superman 64. Oh my god! What? I see how? you like Ring Simulator. Like, how do you... How, how? How? I'm impressed, but how? Well, I play on easy mode where you don't have to fly through the rings. Uh, oh, I, you know what? That's I'm ha I'm happy you enjoyed that. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Yeah, you don't have, you, you don't know have what? to you don't have to fly through the rings. And you know that it's like when I was a kid, you know, I played I played it so much that I found a lot of glitches, and I was that kind of I think that kind of sparked my fascination with so bad it's good. Like there's a I find I find like these easy glitches where you can like clip through the floor. And, oh. you know, just start flying around and, you know, like all those cheese and just, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a spectacle of so bad it's good. Okay. You know what they say, if you love it, you got to put a ring on it. I'm, I'm, I'm so done with you. What, Priest, what is the fucking next question? God, fucking damn, I want to have an alcohol, please. <laughs> the next question is from Short Scripts and Explosions. That rider, a background pony, and, of course, all of the slot the flash century he asks what doth life mm. what doth life i don't know i'm trying to i i don't know i think i my mind's too slow to come up with a witty retort for that in some sort of shakespearean like pseudo language fair enough <laughs> Then, we've got questions from that other other guy, who starts by showing you a little picture and says, how does this make you feel? Um, confused? Good. That's, that's what we aim for. <laughs> I remember this next question! We already kind of asked you this, but I like to ask it to your face. So, so... For how much charity money would it take for you to star in a porno? Mm. It could be with your wife. And it goes to a charity of your choice, obviously. Give me one second, and I gotta research something. Oh, oh, uh oh! Research is required uh -oh. to answer this. Uh oh. I'm scared. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh. Twenty four trillion seven hundred thirteen million seven hundred thirteen billion four hundred and one million dollars. Is that all the money? All in the, world? the money in the world. No, that's the US national debt. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh. that's that's funny as balls, dude. <laughs> that was a great fucking joke. I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. <laughs> And we're gonna move forward because we <laughs> you set it up. We set you up. <laughs> oh my sweet Jesus Lord. Um oh. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> I needed that laugh today. Yeah. Who's chasms up next? Number one. Hey, priest. What? 
Maybe someone else should read Moostasm's question. Okay. Maybe someone else should read Moostasm's questions. Someone like Flammenwerfer. Hey, Flam, why don't you read these questions? Certainly. Up next yeah. with Moostasm, who says, I can't think of a good question-related tagline this week, so we move straight into number one, Equestria, vacation spot or permanent residence? Vacation spot, permanent residence. I would not be a fan of like a world-ending scenario happening every other month. And this is completely fair. <laughs> Only in Ponyville. Though. And God. No, no, it. it's like changeling inv like changeling invasions or eternal night or Tyrek walk walking up to you and kicking your chest and stealing whatever life force you have. Yeah, no. Yeah, gotcha. I, I would only I would only want to vet, want a vacation there. Sounds good. Make I agree. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm too, am I too practical for this? No, you, no. We've <laughs> we've had very practical answers to this, and I happen to actually 100% agree. Like, <laughs> if I'm staying there, there better be no way for me to get back. So now I've been requested to uh, read the rest. I'm not reading question two in this, but I'm been. We'll get to that when we get there. I've been requested to read this in a specific way. So, number two, cheeky timeline shenanigans. You must replace one piece of historical artwork to include things, you know, paintings, statues, literature, videos, whatever it is, one piece with a piece of your own artwork. Your art will receive the same exposure as the replaced work, including public showings, readings, school assignments, being read in church, etc. What do you replace with what? And how do you feel is history changed as a result? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, what's that? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a very chaotic answer for this. Uh oh. Uh oh. In a, in a recent countdown, I did a parody of the DK rap. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I am going to use that to replace the song Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> so every time there's a ball game. <laughs> it's like we're at a funeral and we'll now stand to observe. Amazing. Here, here, here we go. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the choir, the church choirs now. There's so much you can do in the background with it. It'd be great. Oh, I love it. Night of September. Beautiful. How, so, how do you think? How do you think history has changed? Just take a gander. How has history changed? How has history changed? Um, oof. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know, but <laughs> oof. Uh, wait, would that mean that I would have invented rap? Yes. Oh hell yes. Yeah, because you know. Ooh. 
Man, church music is going to be very, very different. I'm just going to say church would, be, yeah. church would be like hell lit. That's all. I remember growing up. I remember growing up, and you had the music albums for like the music with the worship music albums. And I'm just thinking, just one of those songs that they're going to show on TV is just "Here We Go Now," fucking randomly. And those have been the best commercials ever. Fantastic. So, because everyone hates me. That I've been requested to read the following question in an alter ego of mine, who is lovingly known as Hand Holding Hans. What? And so, yeah. So I, I get messages to... every cast asking for Hand Holding Hans. I'm surprised Flarity isn't higher up on that list, but I don't know why. Matter. It used to be Flarity, uh, but now it's now it's Hand Holding Hans for some reason. Okay, so question number three. If you were the very model of a modern major general, would you have information primarily animal, vegetable, or mineral? Oh. <clears throat> I am the very model of a modern major general of information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England are the quantified historical from Marathon to Waterloo and order categorical. <laughs> I'm very well acquainted with matters mathematical. I understand the questions for the simple language general. By the way, they remain to me with a lot of news. Lots of news. Lots of news. <gasps> Got it! With many truthful facts about the square of the hypotenuse. I'm what very good at integral and differential calculus. I know the scientific names of beans and immaculus. In short, as nice as vegetable, animal, and mineral, and the very model of a modern major general. Fantastic. You're the first one! You're the first one! I've been waiting for this so long! You're the first one! Okay. And so I'm a little disappointed you didn't provide a choir right there. I couldn't keep up and stay in sync. Yeah. Also, yeah, he didn't. You, you couldn't provide backup he, rap for DK. For no, the DK he rap. didn't. Also, he didn't do the repeat of um, the square of the hypotenuse. Yeah. Um, I was ready to break in with the with the repeat on that one because that one I know I could catch up with. That you were the first one. Oh, <sighs> dude! I actually did a parody of that song for my top ten Sega fails. Oh my god! Okay, everybody else goes, "What's that? Um, what? What is that?" And I sit there going, "Oh, okay." So yeah, here's a, yeah, let's, let me see if I can find it. Okay, so this is, a, I did this song as a parody and Sonic, it was, a, I was singing about Sonic 06. Oh Lord. It is a very model of a modern game calamity. The glitchy graphics, stupid plot, and just the lack of sanity. The back inside and car controls inspire much profanity and fix the stuff of gravity and go for abnormality. A belly but. A barely tested product rushed before us to finality. The goal of certain favorite holiday of Christianity. Some beta testing really could have helped us at disaster seas. And then we would have cried this mess on modern gaming masterpiece. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, here's my here's my favorite line. Here, here's my favorite segment. If you're probably not all glitches killing Sonic Dead, anachronistic art design will surely make you scratch your head with after Disney creatures next to anime monstrosities, the boss designs and silver voice are horrible atrocities. A plotline so bizarre it's a completely new reality. A timey wimey story that's ignoring continuity with Blaze the with Blaze the Cat embracing a peculiar morality and featuring a ship showcasing epic bestiality. <laughs> Please tell me you repeated that line. Yes. Kissing ah! FBCality and featuring a search of kissing FBCality. Featuring a search of kissing FBCality. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, watch it on my top 10 Sonic songs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. Sega fails. No, no, you are, you are not sorry. That was great. Priest, what's the next question? Arcade Striker JK5 is up next. Who starts by asking, what is your favorite non-My Little Pony franchise? Now, part of me wants to say tra be trash and say the MCU. 
<laughs> oh. But, uh... Hmm, that's tough. Um, because I really do freaking love the MCU, specifically Captain America. He's my favorite Avenger. <laughs> uh, hmm, favorite non-MLP franchise. Let's see, video games. Uh, I do, I do very much love Dynasty Warriors. That's my favorite. That's probably one of my favorite video game franchises. Yeah, I. Or Kingdom Hearts. It's like as much as I love to just you know, really love to make fun of that series. It's just I I love it to bits. Can can you give me a short explanation of Kingdom no. Hearts? No, a short he and simple explanation. No, he cannot. Uh, light heart darkness, camera. dark friendship heart, light friendship darkness heart, light friendship darkness heart darkness. I believe you. Uh, sea salt ice cream. Yes, sea salt ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much. Oh yeah, that's yes. It's like thank you, thank you, honey. That's like, here's another one. Okay, I believe you. Yay! Yeah! References. Uh, we do that to each other all the time. Um, we okay, should continue because we're running out of time. Speaking of running out of time, we're moving to the next question. Have you ever done any fan? Never mind. Or not even going to tackle. Have you done fan content for a non-LP franchise? Yeah. I've done no. for like just watch any of my top tens. Yeah, we we really really know that. Yeah. Lone, tro Lone Trooper is up next. What is your most heartwarming moment at a convention? Oh frack. <laughs> um. Ugh. Okay, so when I started out doing videos, it's like at first I just wanted to get my voice out there. I just wanted to you know like I just wanted someone to listen. But then uh, once you get that person. This this one guy that like this actually isn't one guy it's like a couple people have talked talked to me about this is that they they come up to me they start talking and then the you know they start sobbing they they talk to me about how my videos got them through like very very hard times in their lives like my videos stopped them from committing suicide it's mm -hmm. when you as soon as you hear that. It, it's like your motivations for doing what you do change very quick and yeah it's like my wife she was one of those people Aww. 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 so yeah it's whenever I make that whenever I make whenever I make videos it's like you know I'm kind of making them for her that's fucking adorable Up next, uh, what advice would you give for people who are looking to start their own YouTube channels? <sighs> don't. I don't. Yeah, the side <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. It it is not gonna lie. Um, for a lot of it, the ship is kind of already sailed. So not only. It's going to be very, very hard to get your name out there and just like a sea of people who have already gotten their name out there. It's like being able to stand out. But if you're really trying to do this, patience. That is what you're going to need. You're not going to become PewDiePie overnight. You're not going to become Markiplier overnight. You're not going to become me overnight. It took me 10 years to get where I am. And you're certainly not going to do it just doing pony. Yes. Yeah. We know that. <laughs> it's true. 
Number three, how did you meet your wife and what are the five best things you love about your wife? It's the crush time. It's time to get sweet. All right. Um, I uh, met my I met my, met my wife. Uh, actually, I actually had the story on my old uh, on our old wedding website. It's uh, basically the idea behind it is um, it's like a. I'm sorry, I'm really bad with my words right now. Uh, okay, so I had this pro I had this dub project. I uh, we were doing a Fire Emblem Awakening support dub conversations, and I got a lot of uh, voice actors and actresses to audition. And uh, she was one of the people who auditioned. She voiced uh, Flavia. And uh, when I got everyone oh. to a call, we started talking, and you know, it's like apparently people said that we were flirting, even though we weren't. We didn't know we were flirting, and uh, just through all that. But unfortunately, um, I was doing a lot of the planning and stuff by myself for that project, so it kind of entered like a development hell. And I just like I just, and I just like went to the went to the chat saying, "Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. This project has not been in de has not been you know coming out for a while. It's." I, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. I'm not very organized. And then she talks to me saying, so uh, what do you, do you need any help? And then I just jokingly say, what I need is a secretary. And she says, I can do that. Wait, what? That's adorable. Yes. She still has the screenshots. She still has the screenshots. And uh, so what happened is I give her a little impromptu interview and she has the credentials. And <laughs> so I was I was very, very slow. I wasn't able to do a lot of videos. I wasn't able to do scripting. I wasn't able to you know, actually edit the videos. I was very, 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 very slow at, at getting things done. And she got me a great schedule. And I was able to do things. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's <laughs> – it. It's like I'm I'm feeling productive. I, I'm doing things now. And you know, we started talking about that a little bit. We started going but we started talking more because you know she was basically running my life at that point. And uh she and I found out that she hadn't seen any of the movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh Lord. But, well the thing is is like she doesn't really like watching, you know movies yeah unless it's unless it's her idea and uh so and i didn't find out about that that little detail until later that she doesn't like watching movies so that in retro in, in hindsight that was hint number one that she was into me <laughs> and, yeah and so we were watching all of these movies and one of my friends, uh, Luna Corva, it's like we were talking about how we were doing this, and she, and then he said, "You know, that sounds a lot like you're dating her." And then I just kind of blinked twice. I'm like, "Wait, am I dating her? Wait, does she like me? Wait, what?" <laughs> hey. So at that point, I started thinking, like, could I? Could she be the one? Hmm. And so while we were and so during our next date night, I decided to do a little bit of scoping. 
like seeing if it's also I had some help from my brother, you know, to think about it's like, hey, how do you tell if a girl likes you? And then he gave me like a checklist of things to look for. She hit every docket. Oh. So okay, she likes me. Do I want to start try and see if I want to commit to this woman? Um, well, and then I start asking her probing questions like, so what do you think about this situation? Or what are your values? Like that sort of thing. And I found out, wow, okay, she's cute, funny, uh, she's got a good moral standing, and she's organized. You know, it's like I, I'm a calming presence for her, and she's a, she's an organizing presence for me. Holy crap, I think this will work. And then <laughs> I think this I think this might actually work. <laughs> and, then, and so I and so I bring her into a call like out of the blue, and then I said, Hey, uh, Ari, so I've been noticing things about your behavior. I, I've noticed a lot of flirting coming from you. Do you like me? And she, to her own surprise, was very uh, forward about it. She's like, yeah, I do have a crush on you. And then it's like, I didn't find out until later that she was thinking like, oh no, I'm fired. I am so fired. <laughs> <laughs> what she was surprised at to say was like okay let's give this a shot wow that's how you ask a girl out guys like now you know just hey let's give this a shot that's how you ask a girl out it's very yeah yeah do okay, yeah, yeah do not uh get, do not look to me for dating advice because um i our situation was very, very special, and if I try to give you guys dating advice or relationship, well, if I if I try to give you guys, you know, like how to tell if a girl likes you, how to, you know, like ask a girl out, I am going to ruin you. If the girl gotcha. kisses you, is that a sign that she likes you? <laughs> uh, on the mouth. But girls, but girls kiss their friends, of course. So you could just be a friend. Yeah, free. <laughs> So, at what point did you write down on your schedule, propose to me? I actually, you can actually see the, my, my proposal to her on YouTube. I proposed to her at the, at the mm. last uh, Crystal Mountain, at the very, very last Crystal Mountain PonyCon. Oh. During opening ceremonies. Adorable. Yeah, and we, and, we all, and we had our proposal blessed by Nicole Oliver. Oh. <gasps> Ah, Rarity herself gave the blessing. That's you fucking know. <laughs> you know. Okay, you've been on this fucking podcast for three fucking years, and you don't know that Captain Those Shades Remain is Rarity's voice. Dude, I can't got... tell stuff. I only know I only know Livman Terra. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a bit. That's funny because. <laughs> Okay, I, I really love to anger my friends with misnomer jokes. <laughs> I intentionally get things wrong. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like my wife will start humming friend like me, and I'll say, oh, I love Tarzan. <laughs> yep, yep. It gets me every time. Wow. Like, intention, or like intentional, intentional misquotes, or like, like, do or do not, there is no try. Oh, yeah, Harry Potter said that. Oh, God. <laughs> um. That's when they were trying to, that's when they were trying to throw the, throw the wands in the, uh, in the lava. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, and that's sort of, that sort of thing. It's like everyone knows that I freaking hate puns. I I am I do I am not a fan of pun humor. So I get them back with misnomer humor. So it's so it's kind of a punishment for you. Get out. Question. <laughs> if you have the ability to collaborate with one podcast member on a story or a video, who would you collaborate with? I don't know anything about any of you. <laughs> you okay. run Metroid Equus. Shut up, Enigma. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we're all our own awful bag of worms, so, like, it's a shit show no matter who you pick. It's it's true. It's it's entirely true. It's a weird question to be not only asking, but be asked. Uh, let's see. So, the next question is, which planet would you travel to to get out of the house? And once there, what would you like to see or do on that planet? This does not include Earth. Let's assume you have the proper equipment to survive on that planet. Uh, assuming I have the proper equipment to survive on a planet, which planet would I like to go to? Hmm. Yeah, which one has the best Disneyland? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, I suppose Mars might be fun, you know, like that, the little less gravity, you know, see where, see, see where they filmed the Martian. Just don't drink the water. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I guess Mars, but you know, it's like, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't, it's like, even though my favorite planet is Saturn, um, I wouldn't be. It's like, why would I want to go there? Because I wouldn't be able to see anything. Is it? Isn't Saturn the one where it rains diamonds? Wouldn't that like shred you? Well, assuming I had the equipment to survive there. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. So even if I went to Saturn, it's like, why would I want to be there? It's just. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't be able to see anything. Oh, please go ahead. In the interest of time, we're going to move ourselves on to the next question. Uh, since we only got about 20 minutes left. Uh, where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and professionally? Uh, next three to five years. Uh, for one, I would like to be able to support myself and uh, my family with just my internet yeah. stuff. Uh, I would also like to be able to be in a three-bedroom be in a, in a three house. And I would like to have a kid. Yay! I also like goats. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, next question. Uh, what do you believe the future holds for the site of Fim Fiction? Well, fanfiction.net is still going. Fanfiction.net, it's people are always going to find new stuff, especially with the advent of Gen 5. It's like, that's gonna, just going to be so much new fan... That there's just gonna be so much new fodder there. Like, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's never gonna end. It's like, uh, it's like whenever people said like the fandom was dying, it's like, it's like people are such freaking drama queens. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> uh, next question. Uh, out of everything you've done in your life, what are you most proud of that's not related to MLP? 
Uh, uh, I'm proud that I got married. Yes, know? I was going to say, if you didn't find an answer, I was going to give you the correct answer, but you got it on your own. Yeah, it's just, I'm proud that I got, I'm, I mean, you know, this whole thing, like, oh my gosh, I, I did it. <laughs> I freaking did it. I found the love of my life and we're happily married. I can't believe I did it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. next. We have... What games, movies, TV shows, or fan fictions, or books would you personally recommend to everyone to help pass the time? Oof. Um, well, if you're looking for games that have bang for your buck in terms of, you know, play length, um, I don't know, Skyrim. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, you can play that for fucking ever. Yeah, you, you throw, can Duh! Yeah, there's also uh there's also a game for the Xbox 360 slash PS3. Uh, it's a Dynasty Warriors game called Dynasty Warriors Strike Force. Oh, it, it, it's a co it's a co op it's a co op online game that you can play like for freaking ever. So like imagine if uh if you guys have ever so like, imagine if there was a, like this online co op DBZ game. Jesus. It it is freaking fun. Um, what else? Uh, fan fiction, fan fictions or books? Uh, I don't know, like anything by Tatsuro. It's like basically, it's like Tatsuro's fan fiction. He basically takes a pony and shoves it into some other universe. Oh, yeah, like, and he's like, he shit like uh, Fluttershy was shoved into Team Fortress Two, and the thing is, like, they all end with that pony coming back to Equestria. Sometimes with the people with people from the world. So like yeah, Fluttershy was in Team Fortress Two. Uh, Pinkie Pie was in God of War. Uh, let's see, uh, Rarity was in Batman Beyond. <laughs> uh, Applejack was Devil May Cry. Uh, Twilight was Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Rainbow Dash was uh, not the MCU, but you know the Avengers, like the cartoon mm -hmm. series. Uh, let's see. Um, Luna was in Undertale. Uh, let's see what a, a Spike was in Metroid. Uh, what else was there? Um, hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly look that up. Tatsuro. Oh yeah, his stuff is pretty good. Yeah. See, I was about to do this really smart segue of, if that isn't a uh, strong endorsement of our Tatsuro cast, go check it out. But I'm, I'm looking at it, and I, I don't think we've yeah, actually. Had oh yes, Discord. To interview him. Yeah, Discord is raised by Shiogarath and Elder Scrolls. Uh, Chrysalis is raised, is made by Deadpool. Uh, let's see. Uh, I will say in the, in, in the interest of time, I would like to ask yeah. you okay. just a few more questions. All right. Uh, Lone Trooper's next question is, could you share the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> uh, Shambhala, if you guys get that reference. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I get the reference. Uh, next question is from Vylon. It is time for questions with Vylon. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon. <laughs> Vylon time. <clears throat> How are you today? I exist. It's a start. Fair enough. It looks like Violon's going easy on you this week. Violon's known for coming in and asking our most distressing questions that we've ever seen on the cast. But it looks like we are sorely missed. Uh, we have some rapid-fire questions from Chad the Lad. So, real quick, yes or no's. Do you like Star Wars? Yes. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Good taste. What is your favorite video game? Uh, my favorite video game is Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Oh, multiplayer, fun for everyone. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite dad joke? Can I go to the bathroom? I don't know, can you? Mm, I see. The answer we're looking for is Enigma's father. Number no, the, an the answer isn't Enigma's father, it's Enigma himself, because I'm his joke. <sighs> anyway. What is your favorite color? Red. Red? Ooh. What is your favorite music genre? Uh, either classical or power metal. Okay, hold on. Power metal band, let's go. Uh, what do you like? Uh, let's Okay, uh, let's see. Sabaton, uh, Dragon Force, uh, Hammerfall. Uh, let's see, what else do I like? You're already friends with two people to shout automatically. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what, what, what else? Uh, Striper. Uh, let's see. Power Metal. Um, I told it, man, it's that, that, the ADD is the worst. It's all good. Hey. You can uh -oh. stay, my friend. You are good. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, hmm. Black Majesty's okay. Uh, Alestorm's good. Uh, Yay! Camelot, Camelot's good. Oh, Power Wolf. Power Wolf's great. Nightwish. Oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, obviously. Rhapsody of Fire. Those guys are great. Glory Hammer? Yeah, Glory Hammer. Glory Hammer. Yay. Okay, yeah, we're good. What is your current favorite meme? Uh, okay, my, this is my favorite meme. There's a point where we needed to stop, and we have clearly passed it, but let's keep going and see what happens. Oh, man, that's been around for a decade or more at this point. That, I love that it. Is my, that is my favorite meme of all time. Nice. Impact font. Yeah, that, that's, my, that's my favorite meme, and the la it's like, I remember when it's like, it's, re remember the whole Bowsette thing? Yes. I, re I remember it's like, at, the, at that point, it's like, I was thinking, oh gosh, it's only a matter of time before someone makes a Super Crown dating sim. And then I, and then I put that meme, there's a point where we needed to stop and, we, and we've clearly passed it, but let's keep going and see what happens. <laughs> Sorry for the age-old question. Cat burbs or fish burbs? Griffins or hippogriffs? Uh, griffins. Griffins. Hands down. Yeah. Now then, out of all the top ten blank fails videos, EA, Sony, etc., which one was the most fun or interesting to make, in your opinion? Hmm. 
Well, it's always fun to dunk on EA because, you know, EA, EA is EA. But yeah, there there was a lot of interesting research that I had to do for the Nintendo fails because they've been around the longest. Yeah, there's a lot of things that, that there was a lot of surprising things that I didn't even know, like especially the relationship between uh, Square Enix and uh, and Nintendo and how that whole situation worked out. Yeah. No. Like, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. No, no, never mind. It's like I, I talk about it in the video. You guys can watch it. Go watch the video. Go watch the video. Martin Luther Parks is up next, who asks in all caps, Are you a necrophile? No. Good. Yay! You passed the test. Now we have questions from a non-pencil. Pencil, would you like to ask your own questions? Sure. Hey, Josh. Yeah? What would you whisper into a vagina? Um, did I find it yet? <laughs> what would it whisper? It? What would it whisper back? No. person I asked that to just made farting noises at me, so I appreciate your, you know, intelligible answer. Hey, I didn't fart. I said a, a genuine answer. Oh my god. Uh, we've got question. Uh, we've got questions from Jammer now. Number one, what's it like to make videos? Uh, it it's fun. To, the script writing process is fun, but yeah, it's a, as Silverquill said before. It's like the blank canvas is a little bit daunting. But once you actually get the rhythm going and, you know, you really get immersed into the into the process of it, it becomes, like, super-duper fun. And, and even now, it's like every time I release a video, I'm always, like, super nervous as to how people are going to react to it. Totally fair. Mm. I know I'm the same way. Uh, what programs do you use, and what's the good, cheap, or free one to start out with? Okay. Uh... What programs do I use? Well, if you're going to record anything, you need Audacity. That's free. If you're going to, uh, but in terms of my program, I use I use Magic's Video Pro X, and uh, it's a video editing suite that I get a discount on every year because I've been such a faithful customer. Uh, but and there are it's it it's the going price for it is about $600, but there is a budget version for around like 80, 90. So I would recommend that if you're trying to, if you're trying to make good quality videos without like good video editing software without, you know, shelling out a lot of cash, I'm afraid you're out of luck. Yeah. And even then, like I, I, I know I used the Adobe video creation suite for a while, like with illustrator and so on. Um, but the, it, it gets pricey real quick. Um, and for, like, the BarCast, I know we swiped uh, Vegas Pro uh, 13 off of the Humble Bundle. And it's done It's done us decent so far. But you're the one that's successful here. So Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anything, any trips, tips, tricks, or things you wish I knew when I got started? Uh, 
when you go into your editing program, set it so that it saves every five minutes. That's yes. so smart. Yes. But I don't know what it is about video editing programs specifically, but they are unstable as heck. Not just that, but music creation, too. Number two, if you could hug anyone on the barcast, why would it be Enigma? Uh, you know, why me? I, I hug, I, I, I'm a hugger. I, I, I'd hug anybody. Wow. Well, well, so you have those no standards. Word of warning, I'm going to hug you back, and I'm going to make it uncomfortable by giving your cheeks a little, like, toot toot. Uh, no, only my wife is allowed to touch those. Your that, cheeky? That's how you... That's how you get punched, Enigma. Uh, I'm curious, Enigma. Did you mean his face or his booty? His booty. Oh, I assumed it was. I assumed it was like the cheeks. He was just gonna um, and go poop poop on your. You're cheeks. just. You're just gonna hear a bongo playing. And then you're gonna hear Enigma hitting the ground. To be fair, it's gonna be the most affection he'd gotten that month. <laughs> Number three, are you aware of the OC Thing Pony? No. Are you aware of the movie The Thing by John Carpenter? Yes. So, oh wow, I can't spell. Holy shit. Ah! No. This is Thing Pony. Hmm. Yes. Would you hug Thing Pony? Would you kiss them goodnight? Would you tell them every little thing is going to be alright? Would you stick your dick in it? Or snoodle boop them and let them be a roommate? Um, no, because I don't want all of my cells to be infected by the thing. Are you... No. <laughs> but, but what if she said real nice that she wouldn't do that? You would believe her? <laughs> I mean, look, at those, look at those eyes. Would they lie to you? Yes! Are you sure? Do you, you, do you really know unless you try? You only get one try with that sort of creature, honey! Well, she can have as many eyes as she wants, so therefore, as many tries as she likes. No. Just, no. After, after, after watching the, after, after, you know, after watching the face-fusing scene from the Thing's sequel, it's like, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Well, Thing Pony will have to stay out in the cold. And sad and cry because that's what she has to do now i don't think we're making him feel bad but, no, but the, it was it was a joke because the thing it takes place in in the frozen north yeah. i get it i understand I, I understand the joke speaking of understand i understand that now we are running short on time so without further ado josh um, if there's someone who catches this cast after the fact and they would be like, oh no, I'm so sad, I missed it, and I talk this way all the time, how would they get in touch with you? How would they ask you a question? Do you have Twitter? Do you have, you know, an email people send questions to? The best way to get in contact with me, um, I do have a Tumblr blog that I, that I do answer questions on, on occasion, um, I don't answer a lot of questions on my Twitter, um, but if you really want a guaranteed respo response to a question, then I do have a Patreon. Also, so you should you should donate to a Patreon. 
Yes. It's true. Do you have a uh, Do you have a, a Patreon link that's easy to remember, like patreon.com slash Josh Scorcher? Or... Yep, patreon.com slash Josh Scorcher. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure that we have a link here in our video description, and people should go check it out. Um, and are there any final words of parting and wisdom and encouragement you want to leave your fans and viewers with? Hmm. Hmm is very profound, but anything else? <laughs> uh, well, um, if you look for the light, you'll often find it. But if you look for the darkness, it is all you will ever see. Good thing I like the darkness! Darkness, darkness. Imprisoning Heartless. me. All that I see. Okay. All right. Oh, I love this well, term. Oh, Thank you. the anger. <laughs> well, without further ado, Josh, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come join us on our little podcast. What can I say except you're welcome? Dude, I love Frozen. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Uh, we'll all be like... No, dude, that's not from Frozen. That's from Lilo and Stitch. Oh. No, 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 you're wrong. That's from the second Toy Story movie. No, 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 you're wrong. That is Milk. Who do we have next week? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Toy Story 7 you guys are talking about there. Oh, my God. That's the one where, no. that's the one where it has, uh, like, Andy and issue for Andy Dupree, right? This joke is dying. Milk! Who do we... Well, it's not next week. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we're doing Ramcon, and we're going to read a whole bunch of shitty stories. Yep, we're going to be on a furry con online, and you can come listen to us read some of the worst fictions in Pony Fiction and drink as we do so. Yes, and And on top of that, because I don't shut my trap, be sure to also check out tomorrow at Pony Fest. I'll be giving a writing lecture on second person as well as on the favorite fan fictions panel. So we're doing two cons tomorrow. Don't shit talk him! Yes, it's going to be great. Milk, who do we have next week? You're probably going to be upset because I might butcher this name here because I'm not quite sure on the pronunciations, but it is Ragos, the first place winner of Jake's Jake's, uh, writing contest. Exciting! Without further ado, thank you everyone for watching this edition of the Barcast. Your bartenders have been a non-pencil. Enigmatic Otaku. I need to make boom boom. Flaminorfer. I'll make boom boom on your mom's chest. Oh, God. Pickle milk. (laughs) That's where you went with boom boom, really? Our amazing guest, Josh Scorcher. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm doing panels tomorrow. Go watch them. This isn't the podcast anymore. This is the Flutter Priest cast. I have won! I have taken over everything! Flutter Priest and the Podcast rides again! It's back, bitches! <laughs>